Hello, and welcome to Conversations with Lexi. I'm your host, Lexi Wilson, and this show is for leaders who want to create an intuitive online business based on their personal astrology and who also love to have conversations about manifestation. (laughs) Now, what makes this show different is that I'm going to help you to design a business that's not only intuitive, but personally based on your birth chart. And so in each episode, we're going to break down different tools that you can use to understand yourself better as a person and as a leader and help you to build a profitable, authentic, intuitive business. So if you feel called to monetize your skills and create a life that is filled with purpose and integrity, I invite you to grab a pen and a paper and let's get started. Hello, everybody. Can you hear my smile? Because I am so happy to be back. I honestly want to start with just saying I'm sorry. And the reason why I want to say that is because it has taken me so long to get back to this place of recording an episode for all of you. I've had several of you reach out to me over on my Instagram telling me, girl, what happened to the podcast? When are you coming back? What's going on? And I have told everyone that I definitely plan to come back. I'm just not sure when. I thought it was going to be February 2021. And then my business literally blew up uh, in the end of January 2021, beginning of February. And it's been nonstop action (laughs) since then. And that's kind of what delayed the show because I was trying to navigate my schedule. I literally had so much success that I had to hire a team, which now I have a team. It's insane. What? Who am I? Where am I? How did we get here? And uh, because of all of that, this is the first, I guess, moment in the last what is that? January, February, March, April, three months. Well, I mean, yeah, three months. Cause it's not full of January. So February, March and April where I feel like I'm getting some footing somewhere. <laughs> and so here we are. And with that being said, if you haven't been following my journey over on Instagram and you don't know what I'm talking about at all, well, that's what this episode is all about. We are going to talk about how to attract abundance to us because most people love that conversation. And the reason why we're starting here is because I am in a state of abundance. This has been such a phenomenal year. And part of that is because I've done such a different, uh, I've, I've pivoted in my business. I've pivoted in, in what I do and the services that I offer. And I want to share that with you so that way you can be updated on what's happened and how we got here. And then also for those of you who joined me at, in the, the end part of 2020 and are trying to figure out, okay, well, what's, what's the show about now? <laughs> I want to share that with you so you can kind of see what happened. And then in that, we will talk about how to attract abundance to you. So if you're down for that, let's get into it. I love podcasts. I'm really happy to be back. Okay. So first things first, I'm the realist. Okay. It's so hard for me to say first things first without quoting that line. And I really hate that I do that because I don't like Izzy Azalea or however you say her name. (laughs) 
Um, but that is the one thing that I feel like she has contributed majorly to society is that one line. And I can't ever say first things first without saying that whole part apart. But anyways, so let's take it back. When I first started my podcast, I, I started it because I love listening to podcasts. I love being a guest on podcasts. I love conversation. And a large part of this is because I've always just been a very talkative girl. And if you also look at my birth chart, kind of makes sense. My communication uh, areas in my chart are in the most chatty parts of the sky. <laughs> and so it definitely makes sense that I've always been so talkative. And I remember as a kid, my family would always say, she's going to be Oprah. She's either going to be a lawyer or she's going to be the next Oprah. She just can't stop talking. And, <laughs> and we know that she's the ticket because she's going to do that. So I've always loved this sort of thing. And when I started, I had just hired a coach, my first big time girl coach. And what I mean by this is up until that point, I had never really spent a big amount of money on a coach. And part of that was because I was afraid. I was afraid that if I did spend a lot of money on a coach, that I wouldn't get my money's my money back. It wouldn't uh, turn out the way that I wanted to. And part of it also was the one time that I did really invest in myself, which I shared in a previous episode when I was talking about why MLMs are toxic. I invested in a coach who then used our sessions to invite me into her MLM. And so I had this really fearful energy around investing in a coach. But at the same time, uh, there were so many things that had changed in my personal life that in terms of leaving my MLM, knowing that I didn't want to return back to a traditional nine to five, which I'm a former therapist and a formal social worker, so I've never, nine to five is not the schedule. It's a lot longer than that. Um, But I didn't want to return back to that. And especially in these COVID times when we're living in the middle of a panorama, (laughs) I did not want to, uh uh-uh, that wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. So I, (laughs) I knew that if I, if I wanted to make money off of Instagram and on social media, as I was watching so many successful people do, I did not have time to waste or money to waste. And I would have to actually invest in somebody who I could trust to get me to the next level of success in my life and in my business. So enter in (laughs) my former coach, And I reached out to her because I had seen how successful she was online and I loved the energy that she had. And so I asked her what were the services that she offered, how had she helped and served other people and all of the important questions that you really need to ask someone before you hire them as their as your coach. And I loved everything that she said. I loved the energy that she exuded. And so I went ahead, even though I was terrified of the amount, uh, because the amount that she had shared with me was the highest I had ever personally paid. Uh, At the same time, because I saw the success that she had had with many other clients, and I had also reached out to those clients and asked them what their experience was, and they really loved her program, I went ahead and, and signed up. And so when I started my podcast, it was in the midst of that transformation 
that I was creating the podcast. I was trying to learn more about who I was as a leader, what I wanted to focus on, who I was trying to serve. And I was sharing that journey with you on the show. And when I first I guess, started the show, the focus more so was on setting boundaries, identifying unhealthy and toxic relationships, because I wanted to teach people how to protect their energy, especially if you are a person who has vision. You know that you don't want to live a traditional life. You know that you have a higher calling and you're trying to do things in an unconventional way in a world that's telling you, hey, you can't do that. You're not supposed to do that. (laughs) And so I wanted to talk about all the different ways that we need to protect our energy, what we need to watch out for, uh, how to do that. But as I was going through that program, I was starting to evolve as my own intuitive business leader. And I was uncovering the fact that I wanted to go even deeper than just talking about protecting the energy. I wanted to understand more of why every individual person has their own calling on their life. And I wanted to help people who felt this this nudge inside of them that's telling them you're here for a big purpose. You're here to do something amazing. I wanted to help that person uncover what that was, protect their energy now once they find out what it was, and understand the meaning behind all of the things that happened to them up until that point and beyond in the future. And what that led to was a remembering. When I was young, I was obsessed with astrology, like obsessed. When I found it, it felt like coming home. It, it, and I hate that phrase because everybody says it, but it's true. Sometimes you find things in life and it feels like, oh my goodness, this is this is what I like, this is what it is. This is so natural. This feels so good. And it's because it's your language. It's who you are. It's, it's, it's remembering. It is like coming home. And when I found it, when I was young, I felt like astrology was that for me. I looked at the world through people's at that time when I was young, uh, through their sun signs. You are a Capricorn, this means you're this, and you're a Scorpio, so this means you're that. Uh, You're a Libra, so this means that you want this. And, And that was how I understood the world. However, I was also raised in a religion slash cult slash very strict belief system that identified astrology as this devilish, unnatural thing. And so I, over the years growing up, learned that that was unsafe for me to trust or to lean into or to learn about. So fast forward to last winter, when I, again, when I started the podcast last fall and winter, when I came back to this realization that astrology is actually where I feel most comfortable and it's where I understand the world and perceive the world through, as well as what brings me the most comfort, I realized I could no longer hold back my love of astrology because it brought me so much peace and it brought me so much understanding, especially when we're living in a world like 2020 and 2021, where there's so many things going wrong. We all need our peace and whatever that is for you, that's what it is for you. And astrology was that for me. So I started to dive into birth charts. Now, I'm completely fast forwarding here, okay, because the the episode really isn't about 
me today, but I, you know, I got to give you the background, a little bit of the background here uh, before we can go go forward. (laughs) So I'm fast forwarding through a lot of major details here. And maybe in a future episode, I'll, I'll dive into more of those details. But last winter, when I became really clear that astrology is actually where I feel most inspired and happy and aligned, I started talking to my close friends and family about, or I guess like, well, they were, they're not like blood family. They're just family, like best friends, you know, but they're really family to me. Um, Asking them their thoughts on astrology and birth charts and asking if they would like me to complete a birth chart for them to help them understand their online businesses. And everybody was like, yes, of course, of course, it's free. Yeah. (laughs) And so I started doing readings and I just wanted to do some market research, get some feedback. How did this help you? What would make this better? And from that, people started sharing about the fact that Lexi is out here doing birth chart readings, girl. She can help you find your purpose, girl. She can help you, girl. So the word got out. And before I knew it, people were in my DMs saying, hey, are you doing readings? Hey, are you doing readings? I need help with this. I need help with that. Hey, a friend of mine told me that you're doing this and we've never met before, but I want to know this and I want to know that. And so I was, by January, I was already aware that like, okay, it's time for me. I'm going to have to make this a thing. Like, (laughs) this is no longer something that I should just be considering. (laughs) It's clear that it's necessary and wanted. And so uh, there was one day, January 18th, which will forever change my life, uh, that I I went into my DMs and it was just packed with people one after one after uh, back after back to wait back to back. There you go. Back to back asking for times to work with me. And I was preparing for a launch. I wanted to launch this in February. And uh, but once I realized how many people wanted it and they wanted it now, I knew I needed to create a system and I needed to just go ahead and open up the doors. So I did. And oh, my goodness. I was not ready. I was not ready (laughs) for what happened. The floodgate, sis. The flood. It just, oh, my goodness. I was drowning. (laughs) I was drowning in blessings. It was amazing because I can't remember everything that happened now because it's, it's been a few months. But within, I think it was within 24 hours the next day was completely booked or maybe it was 15 minutes I can't remember now all the numbers that I did but it's in my highlights um but I believe it was like 15 within 15 minutes the next day was all booked with discovery calls within 24 hours the rest of the week was booked with discovery calls by the next week uh the or no two weeks later the rest of my month was all booked. So January 18th until the end, all booked. And I was now starting to book into February when I was still in the month of January. Now I have shared this multiple times on my stories. I have failed at a lot of things. So the idea that I could go from somebody who has been an entrepreneur for a very long time. I started as an entrepreneur where I was working full time. I started my part, my part-time coaching business. I didn't have 
any success. Over the years, I started to have minimal success as in I was making $100 or $200 a month. You know, I felt like I was big time. I was like, hey, hey girl, I'm out here making $200 a month, you know? (laughs) And I don't laugh at that like, you know, but I'm just saying it was a big deal for me at the time years ago uh, in my late 20s. And then in my 30s, I was able to transition over into being a full-time entrepreneur, but I still wasn't fully successful in terms of consistently bringing in money that could really allow me to be financially independent and uh, go from there. And to go from that to all of a sudden... I'm booking discovery calls and those discovery calls are booking readings. Okay. It was insane. And so by February, the first week of February, I believe all of my February was booked and the beginning part of March was booked. And I had to actually shut it down because there were too many readings coming, coming in. And I am just one person at that time. It was just me, the Lexi Wilson. Okay. So, (laughs) and I'm doing everything. I'm writing these books. I'm doing the admin. I'm doing the social media. I'm doing all of it. It's not possible to do it all. But up until that point, I had never had that level of success. So it was possible to do that all. So I had to shut it down so I could catch up. And oh my gosh, it was insane. In three weeks, I made close to $8,000. What? No way. That is insane. How to do it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I am a former social worker. It would take me like four months to make that. Maybe not four, (laughs) but maybe like two or three months to make that kind of money as a social worker. So to do that in a couple of weeks, you know, that forever changed my life. I, I, you know, I don't have anything against a traditional job, but a sis ain't out here trying to do that, okay? Not when this is available. (laughs) So it was excellent. But with that came a bunch of new challenges that I had never faced before. Now I had a list of birth chart readings that I needed to get done, but I also had a list of demands of different things that people needed and everybody wanted their thing right now. Everybody thinks that their problem is the most important problem. Screw everybody else's problems. And it was a lot. So I learned that, uh, number one, people love astrology and people want to know their purpose and they want support in not only understanding their purpose, but then monetizing their purpose. Number two, I needed to hire some people because I needed to delegate now some of the things that no longer were, I, well, I love doing them because I love admin stuff, to be honest. I used to be an executive assistant, so I I love that sort of thing. And I'm a Capricorn, so, you know, it's what we do. But me and Virgos. Uh, but I also knew like my energy needed to be focused more on my coaching clients now, as well as my birth chart readings. And so I needed to hire. So I hired two amazing, phenomenal women who have been excellent in supporting me in, uh, developing this business and expanding it into the Lexi Wilson. I made my business official. So we got all that, that done, uh, so that we, the government could, you know, know we out here and I don't get myself in trouble, which was pretty amazing to even, uh, do that, to go from somebody who wasn't really making a lot of money to now knowing that I'm making enough that I gotta, gotta legalize it. Okay. I don't know why I'm singing so much in this episode. Y'all are getting all of me. Okay. 
okay? All of me. Hashtag John Legend. (laughs) But it also taught me how much I needed to, I should, not that I should, there's no shoulds, but I wish that I had done this sooner because for so long, I thought being somebody who believed in astrology was wrong. I also thought if anybody knew how much I loved astrology, they would think I was crazy. They would think I was weird. I would be rejected by my biological family And I'd be rejected by any friends that I've made that are more practical in their thinking. And I think how many years (laughs) have gone by. And I don't want to say they were wasted because they weren't. It was necessary for me to, to really appreciate the abundance that has now arrived into my life. But when I think of how many years went by where I denied who I really was and what I really believed because I wanted to be accepted and loved by people in my life, I look back and I just think, wow, girl, you could have been abundant all this time. (laughs) You know, and that is the case for so many of us. We are afraid of losing family members. We're afraid of losing friends. We're afraid of losing our job because we, we place so much priority on what they think and what they feel over our, our own purpose. And it ends up blocking our abundance. No one wins when you're not in that energy of abundance. And abundance comes in all forms. So I'm not talking about no one wins if you don't have any money. You know what I'm saying? Because abundance could be an abundance of friends, abundance of family, abundance of joy, abundance of health. I mean, that is the most important thing. In addition to, yes, resources like money or food or, you know, things like that. But when you're in a scarcity mindset where you're afraid that if I lose this, I'll lose everything else, the energy that you're in attracts more scarcity because you're already consumed with the idea of loss. And so now I understand that, which is why I have to look back and I say, none of that was wasted because I couldn't fully understand the gravity of what this all meant if I didn't go through those years of having a mindset that was so focused in the fear of losing the things that I had. But the truth is, is that if the things that I had were keeping me small and afraid and scarce in my mindset, then whatever it was that I was holding on to, whatever it was that I had, was not allowing me the room to have the most abundant joy, the most abundant sense of purpose that I could ever have. And that's what I'm here for. So that's kind of what happened in terms of now why we've triggered or not triggered, but why we've pivoted. That's what triggered this pivot into the focus more on niching down even more. You you literally watched my journey from the start of the first episode to this beautiful seventh episode, which I love that this this is the seventh episode because seven is that perfect number. But now we're here on this journey of even more clarity on who I'm talking to and what I'm here to do. And it's obviously no coincidence as well that the very thing that I found when I was a kid 
the very thing that I was taught to be afraid of, but felt so natural to me is the very thing that is bringing me the most joy and the most abundance that I've ever experienced ever in my life. And I'm 35 years old and I'm finally here when I think the first time I really started to create my first business, I was 20, I was either 24 or 25. I mean, unless you count like, you know, my first candy store when I was nine. such a Capricorn child. I was like, hey, I need to make money. So I got to create my own business. Okay. Capricorn rules over entrepreneurship. So it kind of makes sense. And I'm a Capricorn sun, Capricorn rising, Capricorn Venus, Capricorn, a lot of things. So I, uh, I'm glad to finally be here because I feel like this is the, the moment that I have been waiting for to be in this level of authenticity and I don't want you to also uh, not realize what you're what you're witnessing too, because I shared about the fact that I'm used to failing a lot, so I wasn't even ready for the success that I had and still have. Woot woot. Okay, <laughs> um, but. The reason why I think it's important to say that is because I think people tend to think that failure and success are opposites. They think that if they fail, it's a sign that they will never succeed, that something is wrong with them, that they should slow down, they should stop. And girl, that couldn't be further from the truth. Your failure is only a message that tells you now that you know that that's not going to work to get you to where you have to succeed. Succeed only, success only means something because failure exists. And most success only happens after a tremendous amount of failing. So we have to change what that means. And although I've painted this beautiful picture of this journey, what you've just witnessed is my failure. You've witnessed me starting a, a podcast with one intention and then coming all the way on this other side and going, whoa, that's not it. This is it. I got more clear and dove even deeper into what my purpose is. I did my market research. I learned what my audience wanted. I did my own healing work so that way I could identify what it is that I love and how I love to serve. I healed the parts of me that were afraid to show up in my highest self, show up in the thing that felt most aligned for me. And shout out to my girls, Kelly Espino. Uh, She has her own podcast, uh, the Empowered You podcast. She is excellent when it comes to subconscious reprogramming and inner child healing. And shout out to my girl, Alvira, who does Psych K treatments. Well, I call them treatments. I don't think that's what she actually refers them to. I can't. Oh, balances. That's what she calls them. Psych K balances, which are also about subconscious reprogramming. And it's the fastest way to eliminate those negative limiting beliefs that are holding you back. Those two women have, they have completely transformed my life because I wouldn't have been able to successfully embrace my spiritual self and be all of this woo and not give a damn about who's going to judge me, including biological family, if it wasn't for the healing work that I did with those two women to heal my inner child and to heal my subconscious limiting beliefs. But by doing that work, It made me dive even deeper into this self. And so now what you're watching is you're seeing the success. You're hearing the story of success, but you're also at the same time hearing the story of my failure. Hand in hand, 
one can't happen without the other. And I think that's so beautiful. So I wanted to kind of share that with you. So now, now that we've dived into what happened to me, how things have changed, what we're focusing on, new intro and all, (laughs) uh, I want to talk about abundance and how you can attract abundance to you because there were a series of steps that I did to get to this moment where now I'm bringing in um, consistent income. I have manifested a lot of things, including amazing clients. Woo, the women that I am working with these days, they are just, they are answers to my prayers. I love talking to them. I love having conversations with them. I love supporting them. I love my clients, my coaching clients. I love my birth chart reading clients. It's just fun. And it really doesn't feel like work a lot of times because it's so much fun. I'm really enjoying it. It doesn't mean that I don't spend times crying and frustrated and going, wait a minute, how do I do this? Because <laughs> that happens too. But I'm, I'm enjoying the process all the way through. And I feel very, 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 very abundant. So let's do, let's get into the steps. Okay. The first thing to do when it comes to attracting abundance to you is one, you got to follow your intuition. You have to be willing to pivot because whatever you're doing in your life right now, if it doesn't make you feel abundant, you've got to follow whatever your intuition is telling you to do. That also includes if you're doing things that at one time did feel abundant. I am sure that in my evolution of self, there's going to come a day where the same practices that are bringing me abundance right now are going to be the same thing that I feel like, eh, this isn't it anymore. We're constantly growing as people and we're learning new information every day. And our intuition is telling us, hey, this is where you've got to go. You've got to move here. You've got to attract this. You've got to focus on that. You've got to uh, envelop this piece of yourself. You have to follow that piece of yourself because if you don't, if you ignore what your intuition is telling you, number one, it gets easier and easier and easier for you to ignore your calling and your purpose. When you do that, you automatically create a scarcity mindset for yourself and a lack of joy. I would argue that most people in this world are unhappy because they have ignored their intuition. Sometimes they ignored it because it was a matter of survival. They had to get through things like sexism and racism. And so they didn't have the the privilege of being able to focus on their intuition. And some people, it's just uh, they've learned over a series of of generational things that it's not safe for you to trust yourself. And so as a result, they're feeling unhappy because they're trying to listen to every, every other thing out there, music, TV, religion, their parents, their spouse, whoever, to, to tell them what they're supposed to do. And it doesn't really align. And therefore, they're walking around unhappy. So if you actually follow your intuition, you make it easier for you to attract more things to you and it becomes louder in your head. You start to hear it even more where you're like, okay, this feels right. Oh, that sign means this. Oh, this is the action I need to take. This is the next step. And it becomes easier and easier and easier the more that you actually listen to your intuition. And that's what happened for me. I realized, hey, I've got to pivot here because I'm recognizing that, yes, I want to talk about boundaries. 
and I want to talk about protecting your energy, but there's something else that I feel like I want to dive even deeper than just protecting energy. I want to know why. Why do we have this thing in us that's calling us somewhere or to do something? Why do we have that so we can protect it and then talk about that? And that's what then led me to astrology. And then astrology led me to getting into my birth charts, which I did all the time anyway. I've been doing that since my 20s, but just as something fun. And now that following that thread, pulling on that thread led to me even deeper going into, well, I don't want to just do any kind of old chart. I want to help women who have vision on their life, who have a desire to do something more, who want to make money doing the thing that they love. They don't want to sacrifice on their morals. They don't want to sacrifice on their values because they have to make a paycheck. No, they actually want to make an, a living doing what they feel called to do. And that's who I want to help understand who they are and why they're here and what they can do to protect their energy, protect their vision and what steps they can take to attract more opportunities to them so they can can continue to be in their purpose. It became clear to me that that's what I wanted to do. And over time, it became even clearer that many of the women I'm talking to are watching my success and going, okay, well, how did you do that? And now I'm going, okay, well, let me show you how to create your own intuitive business based off of your birth chart, because I'm here because I'm following my chart. I got clear, but I had to follow my intuition and pivot when I noticed that my body, my spirit was calling me into a different thing. Number two, you have to consume abundant content because there's so much stuff out there these days. It is 2021. There's just content coming from everywhere. There's a million streaming platforms. There's so many books. There's this, there's that, and everything is vying for your attention, but not everything is worth your attention. And if you don't pay attention to what you're paying attention to, (laughs) you're going to find your brain is, is overwhelmed, filled with anxiety and filled with messaging that you don't even like. Doesn't even feel good to you. So you got to pay attention to what are you listening to? What are you reading? What are you watching? How is it making you feel? Now, this doesn't mean that you have to avoid any and everything that that lowers your vibration, right? Because you might enjoy it, but then you need to protect yourself. You need to protect yourself. Like I know when I'm watching Real Housewives, it's not exactly raising my vibration in the highest place, But I mean, I can't let it go. I haven't evolved much to get to the place where I'm okay with letting go of Real Housewives of New Jersey. You know, I got to catch up. I got to see what's going on with Teresa, Melissa, you know, what's Jackie up to? (laughs) I got to know. But it does mean that when I'm watching that stuff, like I've got to, I got to pay attention to where's my head at. If I'm already in a space where I'm feeling really scarce, I'm feeling pretty fearful. I'm pretty, I'm feeling not enough. That might not be the vibe raiser that I need. I might need something else, you know, but I have to pay attention and be aware of what is the content that makes me feel abundant, blessed, grateful, amazing, powerful, because I'm all those things. I'm a piece of the universe, which is why I do birth chart readings, because I'm showing you how you are literally Jupiter, the sun, Venus, Mars, trying to express itself on this planet we call Earth. 
I'm a piece of that universe, which means I am just as loving as Venus, just as abundant as Jupiter, just as passionate as Mars. I'm all of those things. And so I have to consume content that reminds me that that's who I am. And the content that doesn't remind me of that and tends to bring me to a different vibration, I need to pay attention to where my vibe is at so that way I don't put myself in front of content that only triggers the more scarcity mindset within me. And this is different for every person, you know, for every person and different for you at different times of your life. Um, at different times of if, if you also have a cycle, different times of even your cycle. You know, when I'm at the beginning of my period, I'm not exactly at the highest vibe. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm irritable. I'm exhausted. I'm incredibly intuitive at that time, but I'm not exactly high vibe in that moment, right? And um, well, I guess it depends on how you want to look at that. But point is, I don't feel that most times. So at that time, that's not really the time that I want to dive too deep into things that are only going to lower me even more. So I got to increase the abundant mindset type of content. So this means muting accounts on Instagram that don't make you feel abundant or unfollow them altogether. This means watch TV shows that actually embody the things that you want to bring into your life. The shows that I love to watch these days, which I'm becoming such a mid thirties type of person. It's so crazy, but, um, (laughs) you know, I love a good HG, HG TV show, you know, anything where it's like, Hey, we're trying to buy a house in the Caribbean. And, um, I do this and I do that. And I want to, I want to buy this house in Costa Rica. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's watch that (laughs) because it makes me go like, okay, maybe one day I will get a house in Costa Rica, you know, or even if that's not the case, maybe I'll just get a beach house. Maybe I'll live this extravagant, beautiful life. And I will. I know I will because that's actually what I am manifesting. Not as a ho- not a house in um, Costa Rica, but definitely a beach house. But the only way that I'm going to bring that in is if I allow myself to believe that it's possible. And the way that I'm going to do that is by consuming content that feeds that thought, not the content that tells me I ain't shit, you know, <laughs> and it's hard for me to manifest things into my life. Because if I'm watching that, if I'm consuming that kind of stuff, well, that's only going to make me think that I don't have the power to do the unthinkable, to do the impossible. And so you have to protect your energy by consuming abundant content. Okay, number three is scripting. Write out what it is that you want as if it's already happened. So let's say that you are moving And you want a house that has this many bedrooms, that many bathrooms, that is in this particular location, that's close to this and that. Get clear on what that thing is and then write it like it's already happened. So you could start with, dear diary. (laughs) I don't know. You don't have to do that. But I love to write in a diary, in a journal. So, you know, dear diary, today I moved into this massive home, four bedrooms, three baths, right on the beach. I can see the ocean. I can smell the salt water, water, and it's beautiful. I'm 15 minutes away from the gym, and it's just the most a beautiful house that I've ever owned in my, house, in my life. And I'm so proud of myself for being here. My kitchen is all white with stainless steel appliances. And I cannot believe that this is, this is my life, that I wake up in the morning and this is what I get to see. It just feels like I walked into a dream 
And I'm so grateful that I actually get to have this as my real life every single day. Notice how I focused a lot on what I feel, but I didn't talk about it as if I would feel this. No, no, I'm acting as if it already happened. And by doing that every day or just often, I have a higher chance of feeling that in my energy and whatever I'm feeling, that is what I'm attracting. And scripting allows you to expand your mind into putting yourself in that reality already. If you write as if it's something that you want, then the energy is always wanting. If you're saying, I hope one day I find a house that's four bedrooms, three baths, by the water. I hope that I can find something where I smell the ocean. I hope that I can find something. Then you're always in the energy of hoping. It's always in the future. But if you're saying that it's already happened, then you're living that energy right now. And the universe goes, oh, she's already there? Oh, okay. Okay. Here you go. <laughs> All of a sudden you on Zillow, you find something right in your budget, girl. How did that happen? Because you scripted it. Now, this is a powerful way to manifest and attract abundance to you. Um, I have done this almost my entire life without even knowing it because I've been journaling since I was five. My, I come from a family of journalers. We all journal. <laughs> and uh, the one thing that I really love about my family is that we're very, uh, you can't go into somebody's journal. Like that is the ultimate, no, no, you can't do that. So we don't do that, which I really appreciate uh, about my family. But uh, I learned to write down the things that I'm experiencing. And so uh, now when I look back at my journals, I'm like both good and not so good. I can see how I was manifesting things because of what I was writing. And so it, it has taught me a lot about the power of scripting what you want and attracting that into you. But I have definitely, I have manifested almost every house that I've moved into through scripting. I've manifested abundance of money and clients and the type of people that I've, even my, even my team right now, I literally scripted them. I scripted who I was wanting to work with, who I wanted on my team. And it was pretty cool when I met them because I just knew this is, you're the girl that I've been praying for. <laughs> and it was pretty awesome because both of the girls that um, now are on the team, they were like, you're this, I also did the same thing. Like I scripted you. Oh, I love it. It's beautiful. So script out. Now, here's a bonus tip. If you can, record your scripted words and then listen to those things. Uh, listen to that, that scripting as soon as you wake up and right before you go to sleep because those are the times and right after a good workout because those are the time when your brain is actually slipping into a different wave, like a theta wave or a beta wave or whatever, making it easier for your, your subconscious mind to receive whatever words you're putting into it. And so our brain, we have our conscious mind, which are the things that we are aware that we're thinking of, and our subconscious, which are the things that we are not aware that we're thinking of, such as, you know, my mind is thinking, breathe in, breathe out, right? I don't have to think about it. It just does it. And so there's all these things that subconsciously are, I'm constantly doing, my heart is beating and it knows to do that. And I don't have to go, okay, beat your heart, beat your heart. You know what I, mean? I don't have to do that because it does it for me. But the same is true for things like belief systems, you know, consciously I might, oh, I love this. It's 555 as I'm talking, woohoo, signs of change, shifting energy. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about angel numbers in a future episode, but 
what was I talking about? Now I got to remember. Uh, I, I Oh, because subconscious versus conscious thought. So with that being said, it's like you want to uh, do your scripting exercises when you're in that state where your subconscious is actually is more apt to believe those things. Because even when it comes to beliefs, consciously, you might be aware, hey, I can attract money to me. It's pretty easy for me to make money. But subconsciously, you might have developed a belief when you were younger where, where when, from between the ages of zero to seven, our subconscious is very open and we're just accepting everything as fact without filtering it through things. And so we're developing beliefs by the age of seven that might not be true, but now we're in our thirties and we still live in that truth. And that ain't even truth, girl. It ain't helping you. So that's why we want to do this work that allows us to change our subconscious. And one of those things is by scripting out what you actually want, scripting out the things that you want to attract to you, and then saying it to yourself when your mind is most susceptible to receiving that information. Okay, so what do we got? That's three. Um, So number four is download the app called I Am. Oh my gosh, I love this app so much. If you don't know what I'm referencing, you can just DM me on Instagram at the Lexi Wilson, and that's T-H-E-L-E-X-I-E. Do not forget the E. Everybody always forgets the E. Uh, and then Wilson is spelled normally W-I-L-S-O-N. And no offense to the people who spell it with two L's, but I mean, come on. <laughs> no, but DM me if you want um, to uh, get me to clarify on what app I'm using talking about, but the I am app is, I feel like the most powerful app that I have on my phone that and this other app called the secret, but I'm not going to talk about that one today. So the I am app allows you to add in affirmations that you want to affirm. The truth is you're saying affirmations all day long. Some of them are negative and some of them are positive. And so if you want to change what those affirmations are, then you have to be active about changing them. And so I have affirmations that, let me get my phone out here because I I love my affirmations. I have affirmations that tell me I am ready for even more than I have allowed myself to imagine. Um, Another one, I am hopeful about my future. Let's see. I manifested a guest spot on a particular podcast that I'm going to manifest, but I'm not going to talk about it right now. (laughs) I only allow abundant thoughts into my energy. And so forth and so forth. I added a ton of different affirmations. The app also has its own affirmations as well. You can choose different categories like positive thinking, body positivity, stress and anxiety, spiritual, health and well-being, heartbroken, self-love, faith, wealth, whatever you want. Uh, But you can choose the affirmations that they have already inside and programmed for you. And then you can practice them anytime you want. And my favorite time to practice them is when I'm at Disney World. <laughs> because Disney World is manifesting land for me. My vibes raise so high whenever I go to Disney that I easily attract anything to me. Like, I get paid almost every single time that I go to Disney World. Some payment will come through. Uh, I get free stuff from Disney all the time. Uh, Just a lot of good news and good things happen to me the minute that I step into Mickey Mouse land. And I know it's because my vibration has been raised when I'm there. And so while I'm standing online for, you know, Mickey Mouse's runaway trail (laughs) or... 
or the slinky dog train, I will literally get my phone out and just start saying my affirmations. Or sometimes it's on my Apple watch as well. And I'll just like swipe through, say my affirmations. That sort of activity on a consistent basis allows your brain to start thinking more positively, or at least in the direction of your dreams. And I have found that by doing that, when I am faced with a challenge, almost automatically my mind starts to go, yeah, but I am so abundant and I'm attracting so many good things to me that I'm grateful for the next steps that are coming my way. Um, it's so easy for me to attract clients that I love. So I'm not, I'm not really worried about this or, or that. Uh, it's easy for me to get paid every single day. So I'm not nervous about blah, blah, like whatever it is. All of a sudden, these things easily come to me because I've consistently been saying them to myself every day for the last couple of months. So that app I love. I just, and also because now on the iPhone, at least, I don't know about Android, but on the iPhone, you can add widgets to your homepage. So I've actually included widgets as well. That way, when, as soon as I open up my phone, boom, there's an affirmation. And then it sends notifications as well. So at random times throughout the day, another affirmation will pop up and it's just really effective, at least I think so, <laughs> at helping me to reframe my thoughts. And uh, it's it's a free app, I believe, but after a certain point, you have to pay for it. Or if you want to be able to add your own affirmations, I don't remember how that works, I, but there's a point where you might need to pay for it. I strongly encourage you to. I mean, let come on, let's let's support small businesses out here. They're out here trying to make a zala holla, okay? Trying to make people live their dreams. And so <laughs> go ahead and invest in yourself, invest in a small business and uh, watch the abundance come on in. The next one is move your body. Move your body. That's a really quick way to attract abundance because it raises your vibration. Now, moving your body doesn't have to mean, you know, going to LA Fitness and getting on the lateral elliptical and just like twerking it out. That could be one way. I love that. Um, but it also could just mean shaking your body when you feel really stressed out and you have a lot of stagnant energy. It could mean putting on the fitness marshal on YouTube and dancing it out. It could mean, um, you know, lifting and going to the gym and lifting weights. It could mean just going to, to roller skate or swinging on a swing, but just doing something that moves your body so it's not just constantly in sitting mode can help you to elevate your energy and then raise your vibration. So I encourage you to do this every day. There should be some form of movement because your body is not meant to sit all day. Not only is it incredibly damaging, and I personally know this because this happened to me last year, uh, with COVID, you know, they shut down everything. And I grew up an athlete. So I've always, I used to be a gymnast. So I've always worked out to some extent. And oh, that was probably one of the hardest things for me was not being able to work out traditionally inside of a gym. And I started developing hip problems because I was sitting all the time. And it really sucks. Like once your hip starts acting crazy, it sucks because it, it controls so much of your body, your knees, your back, all of that. So I ended up having going to physical therapy and getting uh, adding some strength back. I had to work on some things and I'm back, which feels really, really good. But the point is, is that by doing that, your body is meant to, to move. And so by doing it, you attract more abundance to you just because you feel better. 
I love working out in the mornings to, to something, whether it's just a quick dance or if it is going to the gym, because it just raises my vibes and that makes it a lot easier to, to bring in more. Now, what I want to say is when you're, when you're moving your body, focus on that. Because I think sometimes when we do things like go to the gym or dance or shake, our mind is still consumed with, okay, what am I going to eat after this? Did I get enough protein? You know, (laughs) whatever it is. And by doing that, you make it harder to focus on the moment and raise your vibe. So muscle mind connection here is very important. So when you're in the moment, focus on that. Focus on the fact that when I move my body, I attract abundance easier to me. That's one of my affirmations. Uh, So you can go ahead and steal that if you need it. And the last tip that I want to share is that you got to practice this stuff daily. You cannot only work on abundance mindsets or money mindset every other month, once a year, all of that. I used to do that all the time. I would, I would have money mindset May. One month out of the whole year, you deal with money almost every single day and you're going to focus on money mindset one month out of the year. And that's what I thought. I thought that's what you need. You work on it once and you're abundant for life. <laughs> that is not the truth. Poor little past Lexi. That is not the truth. Every day we're being inundated with messaging around what money and wealth and money mindset and abundance mindset really means and what it looks like. We're always watching TV, listening to songs, uh, scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, and often we see people talk about money and abundance, whether they're saying there's not enough of it, whether they're saying, oh, wealthy people are bad. There's, there's messaging everywhere. And if you really think about it, uh, when you scroll, pay attention to how many times people talk about how they don't have things. It's so common. That's what we talk about. It's, uh, it's what we use also to bond with one another is look how broke we are. But that mindset, if you're not countering that mindset with your abundance, which you are abundant, you are abundant, even if it doesn't feel like it, because you are the universe and the universe, it's in and of itself is abundance. If you don't believe that right now, that uh, right now, and if I triggered you, then you've got to do your abundant mindset work. It's just an invitation for you to work on that, to determine why do I feel like I'm not actually abundant and that this girl is just talking a bunch of bullshit? (laughs) Why do I think that? Why do I feel that? What messaging do I have in my heart and mind that's making me feel like I'm not abundant? What is she talking about? She's just feeling really good. (laughs) So it's important that you practice this stuff daily. Now, I don't want you to do something that feels really boring. I'm not saying that. Uh, everything is a balance. Because on one hand, sometimes when you're doing abundance practices, it does feel a little bit uninspiring, but it doesn't mean that you should stop doing it. It just means that you probably need to find something else that would be more inspiring. Sometimes when I'm watching my, you know, or not watching, reading my affirmations, I don't quite believe them and I don't feel like doing it. I still do it because I know that consistency is what's really important. But if I really feel everything is a balance, right? If I really feel like, okay, but this really isn't like I am resisting these words, 
then that means that I need to find something else. What is going to trigger the feeling of abundance? Is it a good meal? Is it hanging out with a friend safely during these COVID times through a Zoom chat, through safely social distancing, wearing a mask? Is it a trip to Disney World? Is it watching Shark Tank? Is it watching Clueless? It's one of my favorite movies. All of those things I know raise my vibration, which then makes me believe that good is out there and abundance is all mine. So I know that by doing those things, if I do them consistently every day, at least one day, one thing a day, I am going to be reminded how abundant I am. And then that is what is going to attract to me because I'm in that energy. But if you're not spending at least, um, at least, no, hold on. What am I trying to say? If you're not doing something every day that makes you feel abundant, You're on a slippery slope towards scarcity because the world is already telling you you don't have enough. The world is constantly saying, girl, you broke. Girl, that's too expensive. Girl, don't you know rich people are selfish and bad? You know, the world is already constantly telling you how much you are not abundant. So you have to make it part of your routine, part of who you are, that you are at least once a day reminding yourself that you are. So with that being said, I hope that these tips help you to remember that you are abundant and help you to attract more abundance to you. As a bonus tip, because we can't, we can't, I can't share abundance without you to you without getting even more personal. As a bonus tip, if you've done your birth chart, look at where your Jupiter is. What zodiac sign is it in? Because that will also tell you how you easily can attract more abundance to you in a more personal way. I'm thinking that I would do, I may, I may do an episode on this and actually break it down, but I want to hear from you if you guys want me to do that. So just uh, DM me on Instagram at the Lexi Wilson. Once again, T-H-E-L-E-X-I, don't forget the E. Yeah, you said it with me. Uh, Wilson. <laughs> and let me know if you want me to do an entire episode on the breakdown of Jupiter in each sign and what that means. So if your Jupiter is in Virgo, then what would that mean for how you can attract abundance versus if your Jupiter is in Cancer, you know, all of that, because I I think that would be really helpful. And the more specific you can get on your unique DNA blueprint, the easier it is for you to attract abundance abundance, and the easier it is for you to stick with it because it it feels most natural um, to you. So I'm definitely excited to hear from you guys on whether or not that's something you're interested in. So it feels good to be back. We have reached the end of this episode, and I'm very, very happy that we're here. I'm so happy we're here because it has taken a long time to recalibrate my schedule and my life to be here. But the more that I was talking, the more I'm like, why did it take me so long? But I trust the timing. I needed to, you know, I needed to get my life together and get my business together before I could get to this moment. And I'm just grateful for each and every one of you who have chosen to hang in there and stay with me. I'm excited to watch this podcast grow even more uh, because one of my affirmations is that I have a lot of abundance through my podcast. And so I'm excited to see what kind of uh, happens through this show. 
I would love to hear from you over on Instagram. So again, DM me if you're interested in maybe an episode all about what Jupiter in each sign means and how you can attract abundance in that way. And if you're listening, please screenshot this and then tag me screenshot it, add it to your stories, and then tag me so that we, I can see that you're listening and I'll share you over to my stories. And also, if you could write a review, that would be wonderful because by writing a review, uh, that is the way that Apple's Instagram will move the podcast up so more people could see it. Now, I don't know why I said all of that because it's in my outro, so this is going to be repetitive, but you know, it is what it is. What are you going to do? I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you on these inner... Oh, wait. I can't even... That was not smooth at all. (laughs) I'll see you later on these internet streets. (laughs) Bye. All right. Well, that is the end of today's show. And I hope that it's made you feel motivated and inspired to turn your dreams into reality. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to share your thoughts with me over on Instagram. Simply take a screenshot and then share it into your stories. Tag me at the Lexi Wilson. It's T-H-E. L-E-X-I-E, don't forget that E, so that way I can shout you out and chat with you further over in the DMs. Now, if you really like today's episode, then would you please leave a five-star review over on iTunes because with your help, Apple will then promote the show on their platform so more abundant and aligned women can find the show. Once you leave your review, screenshot it and then DM that to me for a special and free goodie. I can't wait to chat with you over on Instagram, so I'll see you guys later next week.